Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 243 of the Worship Probs podcast. We're here again this week, and you're here again this week. That's a win-win. And uh, we're going to do the three E's that we always do, entertain, encourage, and equip. Um, If you do me solid, Jen would echo this, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, Head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and a really solid review. Look, if you're tired of hearing that, I can give you a very simple prescription for that. <laughs> Just go do it. And you might be saying, well, I already did. Well, then pray for those who haven't. Yeah. Pray without pray. ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Go to the war room for us. Okay, guys? Come on. Exactly. Take it to the war room, man. Jaira, we need you. <laughs> I just realized it's prime time, Brian time, isn't it? Yes, we're, it we're is. <laughs> we're, Hold on we're to your hats. We're approaching that hour. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> and I, by the way, this is just vitamin water. Okay. There is no caffeine. There's vitamin ca- vitamin water, zero sugar. Wow. So there's nothing in this except something that makes it orange, nice. essentially. And so this is really just I'm, high on life. I, I, I'm actually sipping on a cup of coffee. So I'm, I'm, I'm playing roulette right now because... <laughs> I'm, I'm probably not be able to sleep tonight. So, you know, oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's all right though. Oh no. It's all right. Okay. So <laughs> I am excited about today. Yeah. I am um, excited. Uh, you know, Brian said, we got those threes, entertain, encourage, and equip. We're going to entertain you. We got oh, yeah. OG prayer concerns. Uh, yeah, yep, just yep. always a fave. Can't wait to hear that. Uh, we're going to be sliding into the DMs. We've got a beautiful question about senior saints, right? We give yeah, we give we the senior saints a hard time a lot. We do. We do. We do. They they get a they get a little bit of a razzing from us, but you know, some of us have had amazing experiences with them. Yeah, so we're absolutely. gonna kinda, you know, it's reflect. gonna be a little senior saint appreciation. It is. It is. Yeah. Senior Saint Appreciation Day. Uh and then we're like gonna Michael be- Scott. Everybody, <laughs> break room, five minutes. Senior Saint Appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're declaring a national holiday. Yeah, we're getting uh, into the old worship probs break room. Yes, yeah. Or conference room. Yep, yep. Uh, and then we get to share a conversation we had with the one and only oh, Matt Redman. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That one's been on the Mount Rushmore yeah, list for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I mean, I'm trying not to fangirl, you know, uh, but Matt Gosh, Redman. It's is, hard. It's, you know, it is. Yeah, He's been really so impactful as oh. as a worship leader and a songwriter yeah. and uh, just in every way. I don't know if you ever read his book, yeah. Face Down. Real, mm-hmm. It's a real easy read, worship teams. You guys should read it. Yeah. But yeah, the one and only Matt Redman. So the one and only. good stuff. One and only. So we're going British. Uh, we are. Guys, oh, yeah, we're going so, international again. Right. And it's probably yes. going to sound really, really highbrow, like super fancy. So just get ready. <laughs> Just get ready for when Matt gets on here. Um, And speaking of super fancy, let Jen tell you about our friends at Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with 
is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, it's uh, it's State Fair time here in Indiana. Are you a State Fair girl? You know, um, in Phoenix, not so much because yeah, our fairgrounds... Oh, yeah. um, Probably had rattlesnakes. And- yeah, kind of not located in the best area of town. <laughs> um, I hadn't been to the fair in years. We went a few years ago. But I think uh, the State Fair is happening here mm. in a few weeks. I'm pretty sure I saw like a billboard while driving or something. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. we're going to have to check it out. We gotta got check to. It out. You, you got to. We we went yesterday to the old Indiana State Fair. Okay. It's like fi- it's like 15 minutes from my house. So nice. it's, a, it's a pretty easy uh, drive for us. And... So my question was going to be fair food. Oh like, yeah, fair food's good though. It what's is. your what's your go? Do you have a go to? Has it been too long that you don't even remember? Well, okay, so I don't know if they have this at every fair because obviously mm. uh, Phoenix, you know, we have a high population of like indigenous, you know, Native Americans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. one of my favorite things to get at the fair was fry bread. Ooh. Have you ever had fry bread? One time, a really long time ago, but yeah. I would love to have. Yeah, it again. it's you know, it's almost like funnel cake, but just significantly yeah. better. And you can get it different yeah. ways. Like you can get it where it's just like hot, and they drizzle some honey and some powdered sugar. Or you yep. can get like a yep. fry bread taco where they actually put like mm. yeah, fry bread is just <laughs> it's the best. Do you know how to make it? No, I don't. Sounds I don't. like an opportunity. yeah. Let me add that to the list. Let me add it. <laughs> <laughs> Of the things I'm growing in while we while I live here in Tennessee, let me go ahead and learn to make fry bread. <laughs> oh my gosh! What about Man, you? Okay. So one of my go tos at at our fair is uh, they have this, and if you live in Indiana and you go or you're a state fair person, you'll know what I'm talking about. They have this thing called the milk barn, mm. and it's all like the dairy association, like all like milk products, so ice creams and shakes, and they have. I don't know, like seven or eight different kinds of grilled cheese. Oh my. And so that's always my start. Yeah. Okay. I always start there. It's a Colby on wheat mm. grilled cheese. And the thing is a lot of the times it's staffed by like high school marching bands. So we kind of take a step back into, you know, memory lane right. because Kim, Kim and I were both marching band kids. And, and, uh, so yeah, that, that, uh, Colby on wheat with that a chocolate shake, man, that's yeah. kind of usually my first. And you don't I, have any dairy I, issues, right? You're not a lactose intolerant. Uh, I hope not. not that I that, have, that yeah, would devastate I, the system. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be devastation. So funny story. Uh, when we first got married, uh, we would went to the state fair, right? And so within about the first ten minutes, I had like seven fried things. I yeah. don't like you know corn dog funnel cake. Like I had them all. Elephant ear. I had everything. And I got so sick oh, that Kim had to drive me home. <laughs> Great date, Brian. 
Yeah. And she's like, you know, probably we're going to have to pace ourselves next time. Yeah, exactly. You know, instead of intestinal (laughs) Armageddon, let's just take it easy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So this morning I was on a live with Heath, Allie and Chandler. All my faves. From the experience conference team. They were live at the, uh, uh, down at the Coronado Springs at Disney World, taking care of some conference business. And um, guys, I'm super pumped about Experience Conference coming up. We're recording a podcast. Yep. If you're coming to Experience Conference, that is Wednesday at 2.30. Nice. Uh, Wednesday at the 2.30 breakout. And there might be a giveaway. Okay, okay. By American Musical Supply. Uh, we're working with them. They're just the awesome folks. So- uh, you got to come join us at Experience Conference, uh, uh, August 29th through September the 1st. There's a link in our bio where you can join us and we're going to be there, which is mm-hmm. really enough. That's m- it's more that's than enough. Need. That's worth the that's price all, of registration. Price. Yeah. S- but in addition to us, you've got We the Kingdom, Red Rocks Worship, Michael Bethany, Kane, Josh Baldwin, Meredith Andrews, Cochran. Uh, and and many more. They actually broke some news yeah. uh, this morning on the live that, you know, they do a, uh, one of the nights, like after the conference kind of ends, then they have like a late night session mm-hmm. with additional artists. Stephanie Gretzinger will wow. be there uh, this year, which is, uh, that's not in my years of coming to Experience Conference of, have we had her? So yeah, uh, yeah, man. So experience conference. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be incredible. Join us, man. It's coming up Join so us. quick. I can't wait. It is. It's coming fast. And it's a week early this year, which yeah. is which is wild. But man, join us, join us, join us. If you're in Florida, this is a no-brainer. Just drive up. Yeah. Um, there's even this uh pre-conference songwriting track that they have yeah. with uh, all these amazing, you know, songwriters mm-hmm. and uh, that, that I know that space is filling up, so you got to jump on that quick. But check it out, yeah, man. We, we have to see you. Uh, and do me a favor, okay? He's going to kill me for this. So Tyler from Red Rocks, we both grew up in the same city, Evansville, Indiana, mm-hmm. or thereabouts, and we went to rival high schools. Okay. Okay. Obviously, Tyler went to the lesser of the high schools. Obviously, and so you need to go. Uh, you need to go up to him at, at Experience Conference and say, Rights Panthers rule, okay? okay? You need to say that to him and and that will be your gift to me. Nice. That'll be, okay, yeah. you guys didn't get me anything for my birthday. So <laughs> that that it's belated, but that's what you can get me. Does okay? this count we, under like the biblical sewing discord among the brethren? Because I feel like, you know, I feel a little bit like that's what you're doing. Yeah, probably. We're asking probably a bunch does. of people to go harass poor Tyler. From it probably Red does. <laughs> so, rights, Panthers, rock, rule. What did I say? Right. Rock or I, rule. I don't know. Rule, rights, rule. Panthers, rule. Yeah. Rule. Let's say. Let's say. Is that rights, rights as Panthers, like W R I T? No, it's R E I R E I T Z. What in the world is that? Is that the name of the school? It's a person's name. Yeah. Okay. It's a person's last name. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Indiana's a wild place. It is. It's real wild, man. It's real wild. Um, Hey, we uh, worship five uh, of worship karaoke, uh, episode five of worship karaoke with big worship Andy Franks out there. We got another episode coming this week. Uh, So uh, man, check, check, check it out. Uh, Make sure you follow us on YouTube at worship probs. Uh, Patreon. Guys, if this podcast has ever meant anything to you, uh, consider p- supporting us on Patreon. You can do that for as little as five bucks. 
mm-hmm. a month. That's what is that? That's a that's you can you can't get Starbucks for five bucks. No, can you, you? you can't. Well, you'd have to get something really small and probably tea, not coffee based. So right. you know. <laughs> So consider supporting us on Patreon and there are levels higher than that. And there's all kinds of insider stuff that you get access to. So we'd be really, really grateful for that. Um, if you would consider doing that, if you're doing a conference or you're associated with the conference, let us know, man, maybe we can come and, and, uh, and, and hang, we would, uh, absolutely well, love. People probably do don't realize this because you and I are like the court jesters, you know, that right, we do right. meme, we, you know, we like doing live podcasts, but you and I we also do like teach actual workshops. So yeah, for those yeah. of you who maybe don't know that, Brian and I do also bring things of value that aren't yeah. just chuckles. Yeah. So right. yeah, let, <laughs> let us know. We can go serious, man. We can go deep. They're all like, we're not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Brian, you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, we absolutely love this, and you, you all, the stuff you send us, man, it just, I'm sitting in my chair, and Kim's like, what just came in? Uh, because I just, I can't help but laugh out loud, and they're all anonymous, so, like, I can't even reply to you, so occasionally, someone gets confused, and they send, like, an actual prayer request. I do stop and pray for you, uh, but I'm not, the system doesn't even let me uh, reply to you, that's how you know, anonymous you are. So people send these in from all over the world. If your congregation gives you feedback and they are not really crazy about something you did, or they don't understand why you didn't do something else, mm-hmm. or why was it so loud or whatever, mm-hmm. that people send these in from all over. You can do the same. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours anonymously there. You can also DM them to us on the socials. So we got OG prayer concerns. These are just roasts from the congregation. Uh, So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I had a senior saint come up to me yesterday just before the set and just start singing Blessed Assurance. She then told me as I kind of sang along with her to make it less weird, (laughs) she was surprised I even knew that song. (laughs) I said, we actually do that quite regularly. (laughs) Just walks up, starts singing. <laughs> I love it. To make weird. it less weird, I joined in. <laughs> Way to roll with it, worship leader. Way to just roll with That's it. That's a win. Way to win. Way to win. All right. Number two, prayer concern number two. I had a, pull, a person pull me aside 
to tell me I was doing a good job, but I need more confidence. They also said I need to watch what I eat fast and look people in the eye. Mm. And I forgot to mention that this happened while I was in the middle of the worship set on the platform. Oh my God. <laughs> Did they like come up and like tap the shoulder? Hey, excuse me. Right in the middle of the set, man. Excuse me. You hey, need to, uh, hey. Got some, uh, got some a, notes for you. Is this a bad time? I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. How'd they even get up that's there? Fantastic. No kidding, man. Tip of the cap to the old uh, security team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well done, guys. Well done. Oh, my Lord. Okay, number three, prayer concern number three. Early in my ministry, when I was ignorant in the ways of sound systems, I could not find the source of feedback that we were struggling with. In frustration, I went to the board to mute every channel, only to realize that the feedback was Brother Ernest's hearing aid squealing. And poor brother Ernest, he's just trying to hear. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's just trying, trying to, to just trying to worship the Lord. Got a little squeal oh, going. Oh man, a little squealer. <laughs> okay, number four, prayer concern number four. There's a lovely older gentleman who comments every week about the holes in my jeans, and then this week when I didn't have holes, he said to me, "Wow, I almost didn't recognize you with your legs covered. Now you're out of style." <laughs> <laughs> Can't win. You can't. You can't you win. Can't win with this you guy. Cannot win. Sometimes you can't win. Oh man. Oh my lord. Okay, here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. I had someone tell me, "You pray like Billy Graham and play like Pee Wee Herman." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did Pee Wee Herman play anything? I. Uh. I watched Didn't that you play as a, like the Glockenspiel, like or one of those little bells or something. I don't know. R.I.P. By the way, right? R. I. P. Yeah, P. ironic yep. week for that one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wow. You pray like Billy Graham and you play like Pee Wee Herman. So go ahead and take the front it. part and just trash the second half. Exactly. Just. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so fam, those are prayer concerns. You continue to uh, entertain, man. So thank you for sending those in again. Uh, send yours in. Go to the worship to the website worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab. Submit yours anonymously. There, we'll never share your name or your church's name. And you can also DM those to us uh, on any of the socials. We love, love, love uh, tackling your questions, and we do that in a segment called sliding into the DMs. <laughs> Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by New Life and the Every Man's Battle Workshop. As a man, sexual integrity can feel so far out of reach, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just one weekend can give you the help and hope you're seeking from a life of sexual addiction to a life of freedom from shame and guilt. Addictive and compulsive sexual behaviors don't have to control your life. And once you attend the Every Man's Battle Workshop, you'll discover you're not alone and begin to live the life you want. Click on the link in our bio to find out more about the Every Man's Battle Workshop and explore the many other offerings from New Life. Transforming lives through compassionately communicating God's truth and connecting people into redemptive relationships. Um, this week, 
okay, so we give the senior saints a little bit of teasing, but yeah. you know, here's the here's the truth. We're standing on their shoulders, mm-hmm. right? All every single one of us, both mm-hmm. in the ministries that um that we're involved in and you know, through their sacrificial giving and the services that they have been involved in and and volunteering and all the, like we're standing on their shoulder, like the church is here because they did their part in their generation. Now it's time for us to do our part. And so um, we had somebody ask what, what's, so kind of on the old, the opposite side of, of teasing the senior saints, what is an amazing experience that you've had with the senior saint? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. First of all, like hats off to to spin in positive. I think if we could Absolutely. all spin more positive, that that would be better. I'm gonna be honest with you. I love me some senior saints, man. Yeah. I am. I I we we I end up hanging with the seniors most, <laughs> more than you're kind of an old soul sometimes, folks. aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, what about you? You ever had an amazing experience with a? You senior know, saint? I honestly have had more positive experiences than negative. I, I will That's say fantastic. that. Yeah, I will yeah. say that. Yeah. Most of the senior saints in my life have been very encouraging. Just come up, mm. love on mm. me, pray. Yeah. Oh, I've had so many senior saints that, you know, especially, you know, my last church where they, if I, if it was my weekend to speak or something, they would come pray for me before. Mm. They would come encourage wow. me after. So yeah, I've had some really great um, experiences with, with senior saints. Man, that's fantastic. That's, yeah. I, so my last church, I had a lady come up to me. Um, okay. So it's going to sound like I'm not showing appreciation for senior saints, but hear, hear, hear all of it. Okay. So, uh, put your ears on as my senior pastor used to say, uh, growing up. So this lady was, she was unhappy with the tempo of holy, holy, holy. Okay. So she came up and let me know it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, last week I talked a little bit about how sometimes when people come up and maybe rough you up a little bit. Right. Uh, It might, it might not be you that Mm -hmm. they're actually talking to, you know what I mean? Maybe something else happened, just like stuff happens in my day or your day or whatever. And so I just was like, okay, you know, thanks for the feedback. She, 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 she got me pretty good on, I was, we did holy, 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 but we did it too slowly. Okay. And so I was like, okay, you know, I honestly kind of forgot about it. Not a week later, I got a handwritten letter in the mail from her Mm. apologizing for how she handled herself. Wow. Wow. Apologizing for the words that she chose and how she chose to communicate that. And uh, I was the person God called to lead our church in worship. And she was behind me a hundred percent. And I thought, wow, man, that is, that's really amazing. You know, and as a person who was younger than her, I thought, okay, learn that lesson. Yes. Yeah. You know, learn that lesson. Yeah. And so, man, I, I really, I do. I love, I love the senior saints and we make, we do make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Of course we make fun of everyone. We do. So just, it's kind of an equal opportunity. Yeah. I think so. Ridicule of sorts, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's a good life yeah. lesson there though. I, how often do we, you know, you think back on a situation like, oh, I could have done that better, but then we never go make it right or we don't apologize right. when we should. So right. man, that's a good lesson. you get busy, you yeah, forget. Yeah, you forget, you kind of, yeah. yeah. So talk about a good little life lesson there, you know. Absolutely. It's, it's not Absolutely. a big deal. Just go back and make something right or just, hey, okay, modern day, shoot a text. Hey, you know what? I didn't I didn't handle that the greatest. I apologize. You're yeah. doing, you're doing yeah. awesome. Goes a Absolutely. long way. And they're still, te- they're still teaching us. Yep. Still, yeah. Yep. So thankful for the senior saints, man. Go find a senior saint to hug right now. 
uh, or as soon as you get to church or don't do it like in a restaurant. Cause if it's somebody you don't know, that would it be could awkward. Get awkward. It could. Yeah. Find somebody at church that you know, who's a senior saint, just go give them a hug. Tell them you appreciate him. I love that. Right? I love that. Uh, keep your questions coming. Uh, you can email us info at worshipleaderprobs.com or send us a DM and, uh, we'll, uh, you may hear your question on the, on the podcast. Well, okay. As Jen said, our guest today really needs no introduction, but I'm gonna give you one anyway. Okay. So he's a Grammy award-winning worship leader and songwriter. He's been a leading contributor to the global church songbook for over the last 20 years. Um, he's been to countries all over the world, uh, he's recorded in places uh, and, and led worship in places like Madison Square Garden, Wembley Stadium, Royal Albert Hall, wow. Abbey Road, uh, Capitol Records in LA. His songs, some of his, just some of his songs include The Heart of Worship, Blessed Be Your Name, Our God, and the double Grammy winning 10,000 Reasons. In some of his more recent co-writes co that you may not be aware of, Do It Again and Build My Life. He's an author. He's a podcaster. Um, uh, he recently uh, uh, released a new album back in February called Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. um, and that uh, record was introduced with the debut single, Son of Suffering, which opened the finale of The Chosen season three. He's originally from England. He now resides in California with his wife, Beth, and their five children. Let's dive into our incredible conversation with Matt Redman. Well, the Worship Props Podcast, we've got a guy here today who needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. It's Matt Redman. Matt, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Absolute pleasure. Oh, gosh. I, I mean, already, I think it's going to be so good. One, because we've been waiting. Like, Matt, you've been on the bucket list. You know, you're yeah. you're, you're a worship leader um, who has really paved the way for a lot of leaders, paved the way um, with worship songs, and um, and your accent is just going to tip it all over the edge today. <laughs> <Right>? So... <laughs> So we, are, new levels, man. we are Fantastic. so excited to talk with you. So um, how are you doing? How are things going for you? I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm living in California. Uh, we're enjoying life out here. It's a good day. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's like say, sunshiny weather, uh, yeah. unlike probably the UK. <laughs> well, funnily enough, it's the opposite right now. We've got some June gloom, some pre-June gloom. Really? And, really? and in England, apparently, it's beautiful summer's day oh. you cannot be england on a sun, sunny day like english countryside mm. walking english countryside the breeze the i don't know what it is it's hard to beat but the problem is you don't oh. get many of those so <laughs> <laughs> well i mean as jen said we've been really excited to talk with you and now i hate to hit you with this right out of the gate but we ran into your old friend Chris Tomlin at the Doves back in October. Oh yeah, and he kind of he kind of dropped a bomb related to <clears throat> your relationship, and so I want to give you a chance to clear it up right here on the podcast. Fantastic. We asked him if you guys were to arm wrestle, who would win? And according to Chris, he said it wouldn't even be close. And so, <laughs> how would look, you respond to that? Look, I mean, have you seen how small he is? There's, I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> We'd have to, we'd have to find quite a low table to wrestle on, you know, to arm wrestle on. So, so uh, that's all I'm going to say. 
love it. <laughs> that is fantastic. Brian man. sent me a picture earlier. Uh, I, it was like some one of those letter boards where you can, you know, they can put in welcome, you know. And he, was it something yeah, Matt had posted where it said you had inserted letters, tiny Chris Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt read. <laughs> yeah, that love it. Love they, it. they left me alone for too long in the lobby area. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I found the... the uh, so awesome. It said, welcome Chris Tomlin and Matt Revan. And, and so I found the letters for tiny just before they got back into the room. It Love a, it. It was one oh, of my best awesome, moments. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yes, yeah. It's so good. That it's is that is gold, a good man. moment. So I love that. Solid gold. So you have a new record out called Lamb of God that you recorded live at the Mission in Orange County, California. Um, and the focus is really the centrality and the wonder of the cross, which I think is something that we all need to be reminded of. Is this something that you've been wanting to do for a while? Or was it born out of something more recent? I'd wanted to record there for a while. Um, this mm-hmm. fantastic spot called The Mission in San Juan Capistrano here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. It's um, There's several of these missions up and down the West Coast. This is the jewel of the missions. It's just absolutely stunning mm-hmm. and actually pretty much the birthplace of Orange County as we know it now. Um, in fact, the chapel there is the oldest standing working building in the whole of California. And wow. I go there sometimes, have a little walk around. It's a great place to get refreshed and just get your head together and pray. And I was thinking, oh, man, I'd love to record a live record here, especially with this California mm-hmm. climate. It's definitely mm-hmm. doable yeah. to do an outdoor record. And so yeah. um took us a few months to get the go-ahead, but God opened up the door beautifully mm-hmm. and it was just a joy to be standing in that age-old setting singing, singing brand new songs you know and it was yeah. just fantastic so cool. to to do that i love when the old and new come together like that and mm-hmm. as we were writing the songs for the album it became clear that the theme of the cross was coming through real strong like the centrality of the cross is so important in our worship and you know and i've never i've tried always to have a song about the cross on every record that's kind of a value for me um and we're always going to need songs about the cross right we're we're supposed to be singing about that every time we gather i would have i would think so we're going to need those songs and the the old hymn writers get around that theme so well so many different angles and windows onto the cross um so that's what i was trying to do here but honestly um i was almost fighting the theme because i thought i can't just like five of the songs so far are about the cross on this record Mm. it feels like people are going to think I don't know about anything else, you know, but, <laughs> but I decided just to go with it um, because it, the theme was coming through so strong. And so, yeah, songs like Son of Suffering, Lamb of God, King of Calvary, and a few others on there, definitely leaning heavily into that theme. And in fact, even the album artwork, which is uh, of a fantastic piece by an artist called uh, David J.P. Hooker, who's in Chicago. Uh, at Wheaton College, um, he did a fantastic art piece. Uh, he took an old corpus um, statue of Christ on the cross um, from a derelict church, and then onto that, he uh, put vacuum bags full of of, of uh, debris uh, with the thought that, that there'll be a lot of human in there, a lot of skin cells and hair, and painted it all over that thing to represent um, all of our sin and shame all being laid on Christ wow. and. My daughter actually took the photo and, and that turned into the album cover. So, yeah, the whole cross theme is running through the whole thing. 
Oh mm. my goodness. Wow. That's, that sounds amazing. Love that. You Love know, that. okay. So Brian's going to talk about how many songs you've written in just a moment, but you know, the heart of worship is a song that, you know, came out a long, a long while back. And I don't know if you know this, but it's been kind of making a resurgence. I know that there, I've been in several services where people keep kind of going back to this chorus and singing this chorus. And I thought I remembered hearing um, just a really incredible story about how that song came about, what it was birthed out of something going on in your church or as some sort of a challenge from your pastor. Do you mind sharing that story with our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. That song's a a good bit old now, a few years old. And, oh, it's, and I, I feel <laughs> like during lockdown, it had a little bit of resurgence. I think something about yeah. the lyric about when everything's stripped away, yes. maybe it was yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. But, but the writing of the song was just describing an actual situation that happened. So it sounds like this poetic kind of musing, but actually it was literally describing what happened. We felt like we'd lost our way a little bit in worship music as a church, um, as a local congregation. It was something that meant a lot to us, but it become a bit of a consumer culture. You know, I like this song. I don't like that song. I like this worship leader. I don't like that one. This isn't to my liking, the, you know, but I love this. And it felt like, no, this is, this is wrong. And so the pastor said, Hey, next week we're going to show up. We're going to just come with our hearts and voices and our Bibles, no band, no amplified stuff. And we're just going to check. Can we still find our way to a place of praise like that? The point being that when you come through the doors of the building, what are you bringing as your offering? And it was a bit uncomfortable at first, honestly, but slowly but surely it became this very beautiful, profound moment. And, um, and so I just described that moment in the song when the music fades, all is stripped away. And I simply come longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song mm. coming back to the heart of worship. And, Little did we know that the Holy Spirit was speaking a very similar theme to many people around the world. Hey, remember what this is all about. Remember who it, who it's yeah. all about. Remember what the focus yeah. should be here. And so mm-hmm. I guess the song resonated because of that. And so on this new record, Lamb of God, we actually put a brand new version of the song uh, that we've been singing. We decided uh, as a little end track, uh, we we had this real stripped back vocodery kind of version and decided that would be a lovely thing to put on there. So we... Yep. After 20 something years, we've got a new version out. Wow. Well, and and it's so incredible because I do think that that's, that's a message. We all have to be reminded of that. I think just our Mm -hmm. sin nature, our human nature is going to be to possibly stray away from that. I mean, if you look through the old Testament, how often is it? And the Israelites, once again, (laughs) did evil in the eyes of the Lord, you know, that's all, that's part of what we are. And so I think that that's one reason too, this song has been able to live on. I think it's, you know, anointed and it came out of something very pure and beautiful. And the church needs that reminder. We need that reminder. Yeah, I mean, even on a personal level, it's embarrassing yeah. how many yeah. times I have to relearn the same, right? the same lesson. <laughs> you know, even, even yeah. down to like, you know, I'm very blessed. I live around some fantastic musicians. I've, I've had a couple of different bands through the years and they've all been wonderful. And, you know, and the guys I'm with now, they're playing at the very highest level, but, you know, in, in music industry stuff in LA and different places, but they also um, have a beautiful heart for the worshiping church and for that. And, mm. but I have to be careful that I don't let them become my safety blanket. You know, I'm so blessed I can get up mm. there and I know they're going to bring it and I know whatever comes up, they've got it. But then sometimes I find God putting me in situations where I don't have them or it's just me or it's mm. a musician I'm not familiar with. 
And the temptation would be to go, oh, you know, a little semi-freak out. Like, is this going to be okay? Mm -hmm. But it's a great reminder. Hey, it's, you know, your leadership um, is not dependent on having this thing or that thing, or whether you've got a good enough Mm -hmm. keyboard or whether this play is good enough or whether the sound system... It has to be right. more than that. And and so mm-hmm. I feel like I keep learning that heart of worship lesson in, in different ways myself too, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Okay. With somebody like you, man, we, we had to go to CCLI and just clock the number of songs, just the sheer volume. So Song Select at CCLI has you down credited for 742 songs. Oh. Does it? I did not know that, but that might be <laughs> seven hundred and forty-two. I mean, there might be. Uh, I bet there's some very short ones in there, but also uh, <laughs> and some very bad ones that no one will ever hear. But also, it, it well, might be that you know sometimes they have like three or four translations of a song, and yeah, so yeah. so it might not be quite that high. But if it is, then uh, you know when you put it next to like. You know, Fanny Crosby wrote about six thousand. I think Charles Wesley about three and a half thousand. Still sound very lazy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no matter the number, it's a lot of songs. Okay, and there there's not a worship leader alive who doesn't lead Matt Redman songs on the regular. And so, it just made me wonder. And I know this is a tough question, but if you, as Matt Redman, you had to pick like your top three or four Matt Redman songs, what would you pick? Great question. Um, obviously, 10,000 Reasons, just because, mm. I mean, just some of the people I've met, some of the stories, some of the people who found their way to place a praise through the toughest things you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's people making it a soundtrack for the most unfathomable moments you know sometimes joyful but often painful uh so i'd have to say that one um because of that blessed be your name very meaningful wrote with my wife beth uh we were headed to sabbatical in california back in 2001 and it was set um we were meant to be flying september the 12th september the 11th we turned the tv on we we see all that's happening the twin towers and the horrors that happened there, and we like, we realized we're not going to be flying tomorrow. We actually flew one of the first flights out of London to LA after that and arrived in wow. California and went around various churches, and, and, the, and the speakers were really bringing some very helpful truths in that moment. But I was thinking, where are the songs? And mm-hmm. it felt like we didn't have a vocabulary for a moment like that, and that felt mm-hmm. wrong because... Okay. Wow. It would be very helpful and relevant to have that, but also very biblical. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. estimate the uh, Psalms, like 70% of the content was lament-based. So right. so that that song, um, there's a few other things in the mix for that song, but that was definitely a, a part of the foundation of that song. And And again, because of the nature of the lyric, it just puts you in touch with some beautiful worshippers, just the... Yeah people just singing their song in the middle of the mm-hmm. greatest storm and, and it's crazy inspiring. So wow. yeah, that would probably be three. Maybe um, that's two, was it? Yeah. Um, maybe a third one. Uh, there's a song called the father's song, which a lot of people 
wouldn't know, especially in America. Um, but I wrote it when my wife, Beth, was pregnant with our first um, child, Maisie, our only daughter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my wife w- had gone out for the evening. And this I've never had a song quite land like me like this. I wasn't thinking about songwriting. I wasn't thinking about this theme. I just sitting near a guitar and picked it up. And this song just... A lot of it flowed out in the moment. And it was the, the thought that, hey, we sing a lot of songs in God's direction, um, but actually there's a song he sings over us. Mm. The scripture tells us in Zephaniah 3.17 that Lord rejoices over you with singing. And I got to thinking about that song and thinking, wow, you know, we love him because he first loved us. But actually, we, we, don't, we sing to him and we didn't even initiate that. He initiated the song. Right. He sung over us first. And, and the, so it's called the Father's Song. And I got to lead that a few years ago in the Royal Albert Hall in London, which is my favorite venue, mm-hmm. uh, with a 60-piece orchestra and 400-voice choir. And Good it was wow. it was just actually a wonderful moment. That's incredible. Wow. wow. So much there. Yeah, no I, I'm, I'm glad there. with 700 songs, he was able to narrow it down to <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. So there's a lot of words that um, come to my mind when I I think about you as a worship leader. And there's a lot of worship leaders who, who are leading your songs weekly, like Brian said earlier, but one of the words that comes to my mind is longevity. You, you have been on this journey for a long, long time. You've been, you've been leading, you've been writing, um, you've been following after God for a really, really long time. So what is something you would say to maybe younger leaders who are listening to this about having longevity in ministry. You know, young people, um, I've said this before, uh, we've talked on our podcast, like they're, 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 they're excited and they're just ready to run fast and run hard. And it's like, okay, it's, there's an element of sprint, but this is a marathon. And so I think that there's something we can all learn from a leader like you, who you, you have lived out longevity. So what is something you would say to uh, some of the younger leaders? Yeah, I mean, can think of a few things. On a creative level, the first thing to say was, would be we're better together. You know, I love sometimes sitting in a room on my own and write a song. A lot of my early songs were like that. But there's something about community, collaboration. Mm-hmm. There's something about um, creativity, the, the, the sharpening of each other, you know, iron sharpening iron. And, and so I would say there's so many upsides in finding your team, finding your people, yeah. um, you know, uh, might be that you're great at lyrics. It might be someone else you know is melodically very strong. You know, and you'd be amazing what you could do together. And mm-hmm. so that would be one thing. It's like you know, find your people, find the you know, sit in a room with someone, and if it goes great, then do it again. And if it goes great again, mm-hmm. then schedule four times a year to write together for a day or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes the this co-writing thing can be a little bit like speed dating where you, you know you write with someone <laughs> for two hours and you never see them again <laughs> someone else two hours and you know that, that's kind of okay I'm 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 gonna say it's okay I've never been speed dating but I for obvious reasons but I know um uh the the songwriting equivalent of it is not this it's good to a point but really you want to find your people it might be your mm-hmm. pastor it might be your youth leader it might be a fellow worship leader it might be the guy across the church um, the other side of town is not even your stream of the church. You'd be amazed how well that will go because mm-hmm. something great about when p- people come together from different stables. 
Um, mm. Sometimes I find the hardest people to write with are people who came from exactly the same stream of the church as me. We kind of think the same. I love getting together. I remember with Tasha Cobbs Leonard one time and Jonas Myron, we, we had a time we got together for a day and we wrote four songs that day. I think they became the four, first four songs on her record. And, and I was wondering about how did that go so good? And I realized part of it was we, she's bringing something from a whole different mm-hmm. thinking and a whole different approach. Mm-hmm. We're right. bringing something and something about the fusion of that is, is, is going very, very well here. Um, so that would be the on a creative level. And then I guess on a kind of heart level, it would be you have an entrustment and it's hard to carry a, a sacred entrustment without getting distracted or without thinking that maybe you own part of it. You know, you don't own this thing. You're just carrying it for him. You're just carrying it for Jesus. And so you've got to look after it and, you, and you've got to try and take that entrustment and not uh, be seduced by any of the enticements that come along. And believe me, there's a lot of them. We're living in a world where, you know, especially with the social media thing, it's never been an easier time to self-congratulate, self-celebrate, self-obsess. You know, and the thing is, um, it's all become so normal, even in church circles, leadership and worship leadership you can show off on there and no one even calls you out about it. It doesn't even ring the alarm bells anymore. You'll have people, you know, really humble bragging all over the place. That doesn't even get called out anymore. Right. And so because no one's calling out, you've got to put yourself in a situation where there is accountability, where there is fellowship, where your brother or your sister or your pastor can say, Hey, you might want to dial it down a bit on the social media. You know, there's been a lot of stuff about, you and how good you think you are, you know, or wow, yeah. maybe you didn't really need to retweet that nice thing someone said about you. Uh, you know, <laughs> let, let that come from someone else's mouth, not your own. That's what the Proverbs say, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say just be really ruthless with your heart and just realize if you want to be in this for the long run, then uh, you're going to have to um, take the heart standards thing real seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. It is. That's good. We could easily pray the benediction right there. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so in just a second, we're going to get to the big room question, which I we we talked a little bit about earlier. And uh, but before Matt answers that, guys, just make sure you go grab your copy of Lamb of God. Um, I mean, such rich stuff there, and uh, you know, anything that brings our focus back to the cross is going to be a great investment for your heart and for your mind and, and uh, go, go give Matt a follow Matt Redmond music. He posts like twice a year. So you'll, you'll get, <laughs> you so won't terrible. get bombarded, but it, will, so but it will be he always incredible, I love that incredible content. I'm, I'm embarrassingly, <laughs> I'm embarrassingly bad. It's good, man. All I'm yeah. saying is we could use more Matt Redmond in our lives. That's all I'm yeah. saying. So, um, so yeah, make sure you go give him a follow and grab your copy of Lamb of God. Um, Okay, Matt, so we end every interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. If we could gather all the worship leaders and all their volunteers, singers and players, and we we gathered all the production volunteers and leaders, and uh, we got them all together in one big room, and we gave you a microphone, what would you want to say to them about what we do in the local church? I think I would want to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. And because sometimes we act as if like, 
excellence is a fruit of the spirit, spirit or efficiency is a fruit of the spirit. But actually, these things can be important. But if they're ever at the expense of the fruit of the spirit showing up in the mix, then that's bad news. And then, you know, backstage at church and behind the scenes or in the green room, whatever, is is there kindness? Are you treating each other kindly? Are the are the tech people treating the worship leaders kindly? Are the worship leaders treating the tech people kindly? Are, the, are we are we treating volunteers with kindness? Is there patience? Sometimes I've, I've found the most efficient moments I've been in where there's a big thing happening. There's not a whole lot of patience in the mix. That that can't be, you know, if the Holy Spirit is involved here, there's going to be patience. There's going to be kindness. Mm -hmm. There's going to be self-control. There's going to be um, joy. Is there joy? Mm -hmm. You know, the sometimes we're all focused on our goal and there's a bit of stress in the thing and we've got to do this thing and this thing and this thing is doing, preparing for a service, you know, maybe it's Easter or Christmas and the heat gets turned up a bit. Is there still joy in the mix? So that would be my challenge. Like um, judge things sometimes on the fruit of the spirit, not just how many people showed up or how well oiled the machine was, you know? And um, I think it's an important one. There's a guy called John Wimber. He's, he said something great just to end. He said, um, the real test in these days will not be in the writing and producing of new and great worship music. The real test will be in the godliness and the character of those who deliver it. And uh, that's huge. Wow. Goodness gracious, man. <laughs> wow. Um, man, can I just say thank you? Just thank you for, you're, you're, a, you're one of the leaders that I, I think maybe I've gotten to be in the room one time in my whole life when you were leading something. And that's a regret for me because I, as I said earlier, I need more Matt Redmond in my life, but I, I just want to say thank you for, um, thank you for the songs. Mm -hmm. Thank you for, um, the call to authenticity. And I teased you about not posting, po posting on social media. <laughs> I sort of think that that just adds to the kind of the lore for me. You're like, you know what? I don't need to be out here doing all that. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm busy about the, the work of the father. And, and I, I, I just, uh, want to say thank you for, for how you do what you do. We're, we're all better. Thanks, for mate. It. That means a ton. You're very kind. I got to tell you, man, that was everything and more right. that I ever hoped it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love, and, and we, I love we say this a lot. Sometimes we don't always know, you know, we admire people yeah. from a, a distance, you know, we, yeah. we've, yep. we've been singing their songs. Maybe we've read their books maybe we've listened to their podcasts. Um, and so you never know until you actually get to interact with someone, what to expect. And he just blew me away. He did. I, he, he, yeah. was, he was great. He he absolutely did. I love Matt Redmond, man. I, I, uh, yeah, you know the 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 songs. I I just I like I I probably have said this on our podcast a number of times, but I'm not like an incredible singer, and I know that about myself. I'm not. This is not false humility. Like I'm just not. It's not my thing, and uh, I have other gifts, and so. I've always talked to great singers. Like, like when I was in college, Steve Green was my, like, mm -hmm. that's, that's a voice, right? Mm -hmm. Or Sandy Patty or whatever. And I always think like, what's it like to stand up there and know when you open your mouth, that's what's coming out. Yeah. Like I don't have that experience. <laughs> and with, with songwriters um, who have written 
iconic songs like the heart of worship, blessed be your name, all the, like, I often wonder what's it like to stand up there and to know, like you sing the first word and you just get out of the way because the congregation takes it over. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be such an incredible experience. Yeah. I bet, man. So good. Like I said earlier, go read, go read his book. If you haven't read Face Down, mm, read it. Mm, and if you mm, haven't listened mm. to the uh, Redmond and Riddle podcast, they only did like eight episodes or something too. Uh, yeah, are they done? I, I wish they would have kept going on. Yeah. They, they, it was just this short little, you know, oh. thing, but it is so good. Worship leaders, yeah. worship people, go listen, oh. go listen. It's oh. yeah. Very theological. Anything with Redmond, and, I'm in for. Right. Man. I know. With I know. Yep. I hope yep. we can have him back again someday. Anytime. So, yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Yes. I hope maybe we can, uh, you know, we didn't get to say this, but I'm thinking maybe we like go to England with him or something, you know. Right. Tour us around. Yeah. Man. Show us some t- tea and crumpets or whatever there are. Crumpets. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, you know, he's our new best friend. But <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 243 of the Worship Probs podcast. Hey, remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you listen, do wherever it. it is that you get your podcast content, do you, it. you know, you never have to look for us if you hit subscribe. So just do it. It's, it's yes. literally one press of a button. It's, like, it could not be easier. So go do that. So easy. <laughs> like, Bri- easy. like Brian said earlier, head on over to Apple podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It's just a huge help in spreading the word uh, about the podcast. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for following us on all of the socials at worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. And you can even uh, find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, you can. And uh, guys, I, I honestly, I'm so honored to uh, be in partnership with Maven Media Productions. They edit our podcast, all the graphics you see. Uh, any, I always tell you, anything that looks really, really sharp. Right. We didn't probably make it. came from Maven. Right. We didn't make that. Like that all. That's all Allie, and she's just unbelievable. And so, like whatever they're doing for us, they could also do it for you, your church, your ministry. Maybe you just have a company that needs like some social media presence or mm-hmm. some branding, or uh, you need somebody to come in and evaluate what you're doing or do some coaching or whatever. Hit them up, MavenMediaProductions.com. Uh, they're just incredible people. Yeah. We love them, and uh, you'll love them too. And thanks to our friend Scott Hoke for the intro of our podcast. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to episode 243. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. 